If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Hello, somebody. It's yours truly. It has certainly been quite a while since we have had a solo session together. And I thought, what better time than now to do this? Many of you know I just came off of an election cycle. I ran for Congress in Ohio's 11th Congressional District. It was quite a race. I declared my candidacy on December the 15th, 2020, and was fully expecting for this race to be quick. Uh, Many people have speculated that the primary would be in May, and as it turns out, the primary was in August, August the 3rd to be exact. 
And, you know, as I reflect on why I decided to run for this seat, you know, I was thinking about uh, the needs of uh, people in my district and also in this country. Um, The fact that uh, so many folks need their material conditions to be changed. In Ohio's 11th Congressional District, the largest city, which is Cleveland, is right now the poorest city of its size in the United States of America. You know, this is my home. You know, I'm a homegirl born and raised in Cleveland, you know, and just thinking about those uh, types of needs when people uh, don't have uh, jobs, they, you know, one million Ohioans lost their health care their employer-sponsored health care, I should say, you know, and the pandemic has certainly shaken the foundation for many, many people. And so whether it's health care or evictions or being unemployed or underemployed, so much is going on uh, in this moment in our country's history. Jesus, I mean, it seems like my, my campaign, when we think about it this way, has been a lifetime ago, considering what what people are enduring right now. You know, Dr. King once said, what affects one directly affects us all indirectly. And it's really hard, dramatically hard, not to think about what's happening in the rest of the world. And then on top of that, right, we're still dealing with COVID and we got this daggone Delta variant. Some people still refusing to take the, the vaccine. You know, I just, I, I just don't get it. So it's, it's, um, it's a lot, you know, it, it really, really is. I definitely would be remiss if, if I didn't pause right now for us to, to think about that. And then, you know, meanwhile, back at the ranch, you got people playing games on Twitter. You know, if, if you're, if it's the person from the team you rooting for it and every action they take is right. And if it's somebody from the team, you're not rooting for every action they take is, is not right. You know, we really are taking such cavalier attitudes uh, towards such monumental challenges. And as much as social media can be a conduit or vehicle for communication and outreach and a way to be able to touch uh, the world uh, by a click, you know, within a matter of seconds. And certainly social media has allowed the world to be a, a smaller place. Jesus, it can be a vile place as well. And so I'm I'm just over it. The, 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 the shit don't make sense. I mean, I just got to say that. I mean, it's just lunacy to say, no, my team did it right. It's just crazy uh, to trivialize uh, people suffering to play games and to see grown folks going back and forth defending actions that cannot be defended. I don't care whose team you on. Just certain stuff can't be defended. Anyway, if if you agree, shout out a sister. Let me know how you feeling about this. It's just, you know, just don't dip in the social and get out quickly cuz um, it I'm telling you, it can it can definitely wreak havoc on your soul if you dip in there too long. Don't stay in too long. Get in and get out. But uh let's let's try to use, you know, our energies uh, for more good. It's easy to get caught up in the petty and some stuff, it just doesn't make sense. And when it comes to what's happening in Afghanistan or what's happening in, in Haiti, what's happening in the world, this is no time for people to be sitting up here playing games. And that's what I see happening on social media right now. It's enough to drive you just stone cold mad. So I digressed, I know, because it's been such a long time since we've been able to, to, to be to be together like this. Like I said, you know, doing the solo thing. So 
I just wanted to share some of my thoughts and uh, had to had to bring up the world events, you know, not just what's happening in my little bubble, what was happening in the world. So, you know, my thoughts about the race certainly did not turn out the way that I wanted to. You know, my pastor preached a sermon about two Sundays ago, and he very heavy about the campaign, too, just like I am. I found so many people, you know, both in my circle and and people just, you know, probably a a few degrees removed from me, but people who have supported me and, and everybody is just like, wow, cannot believe that this has happened and it is uh, something to ponder. So we didn't get the outcome, but there, I think opportunities really do abound. I really, really do. And it takes a lot because I put my whole heart and soul into this race. Certainly no doubt that I was the better candidate hands down. And those are facts. And um, running this race on policies, uh, whether it was, you know, looking at the 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 level of poverty in in the greater Cleveland, also in the greater Akron area, and wanting to push policies that will make a difference, whether it's universal health care or canceling student debt, increasing the minimum wage, working towards a living wage. God knows $15 an hour increase is not nowhere near a living wage, but it's certainly better than $7.25, of which we've been at $7.25 for the last 12 years on the federal level. And I just need somebody to riddle me this. Everything goes up. The cost of groceries go up. The cost of clothing goes up. The cost of gas goes up. I mean, you name it. Medical costs go up. Things go up. Prices increase. Yet we have to fight folks about increasing the minimum wage. I mean, think about that. Does that make any sense? whatsoever. Let me know your thoughts on that. Does it make sense that the cost of living goes up? Making a a long story less long, (laughs) as one of my friends says all the time, you know, not making a long story short. No, making a long story less long. But does that make any sense that we accept that the cost of living goes up, but the minimum wage does not go up? Please, please share, share your thoughts with me on that. So, you know, these were the things that I was running on and, and fighting for. And it, it really is unfortunate. It's more than unfortunate that dark money decided to come in here and dictate who would win this race. And they did it in some of the most vile ways possible. The caricature, the, you know, uh, angry black woman, the colorism. I mean, it, it was, this was something else. It really was. And the fact that that it's okay to malign uh, certain black women, you know, uh, we'll, we'll do a show on that at another time. So, I, I mean, I really, I went through that fire, uh, 13 people in the race, and there was only a anybody but Nina uh, campaign ran by outside forces. And some of those forces were linked to uh, President Trump. I mean, there were uh, corporatist uh, Democrats and corporatist Republicans uh, united in uh, trying to defeat me. And some people say I should count it as a as a compliment that folks would bear down on me uh, so so harshly. I don't know about that. That's hard for me to, to see that. I understand what they're saying. But yeah, that fear was really real. And what 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 was there to fear? That I was going to hold some folks accountable, that I was going to push for the poor, the working poor, and the barely middle class, that I was going to uh, critique uh, the party that I've been a member of uh, all of my life. 
to make sure that we are rising to the occasion and to the level to meet the needs of the people? Was that it? That I was not just going to go along to get along? That I am nobody's puppet? Yeah, that probably was it. But I'm telling you something. It was something. It was something to see. On the positive side of the ledger, I have to give thanks to the thousands of people across this country, including my own home district, my own home state that poured in the money so that I could be very competitive in this race. It was magnificent. And to the countless volunteers, both who live in this district and those who traveled, thank you. You know, so many working class people came to help us in this campaign. And I really can't thank you enough. I wish there was something more that I could say uh, other than thank you. But my heart is full just to know. And we were the only campaign, you know, as one of my mentor friends said, you know, you should be proud of the campaign that you ran and the fact that you made history in the great state of Ohio of having uh, congressional history. There has never been uh, this kind of display of uh, lifting of the people and the money from the grassroots uh, to the degree that your campaign was able to do. And yeah, that's true too. So we take the bitter with the sweet, uh, the yin with the yang. So absolutely what happened uh, to me in this race was very painful, but at the same time, also the coming together of people, the 206,000, I believe, contributions into this campaign, nothing short of magnificent, over 70,000 doors knocked, uh, people again coming near and far, magnificent. So, you know, I, I wrote a letter that I call a love letter, and I want to thank Jacobin Magazine for publishing the love letter uh, to the progressive movement, to the freedom fighting movement. You know, pick your word to those who are of conscious mind. And I want to share a little bit of that letter with you. You know, as again, I'm just thinking about this race and lessons learned and uh, certainly where I plan to go from here which I'm not going to tell it all uh, during this session, but stay tuned. But also where our movement, where our conscious minded movement goes from here. And again, you might not necessarily, everybody who is listening to me right now, you might not necessarily consider yourself a progressive and that's okay too. We're looking for conscious minded people, people who know that all is not right in the world and that we must indeed do a new thing. So come with me. Just for a moment, you know, humor me for a moment. I want to read a portion of the, the letter. So dear progressive movement, as I reflect on the past few weeks, I am filled with pride and gratitude for the incredible strides our progressive movement has made and continues to make. Our collective impact in improving the material conditions of working families of all races and from every walk of life in America is unmistakable. After all, that is the entire reason for this movement. We are on a journey, united on a mission to center the poor, the working poor, and the barely middle class. I call that journey our justice journey. Now, let me pause right here because I do. Good God Almighty, you know, even through our ups and downs and turnarounds. One of the greatest activists of the 20th century, Ella Baker, said it best. We who believe in freedom 
cannot rest, must not rest. You know, something that I say, and certainly not as eloquently as she put it, but I often say, evil never sleeps. So good can never take a vacation. No, never. We're always in the fight. So let me go back to the letter. Just look around and see how far we have advanced the needle on policies like Medicare for All, a $15 an hour minimum wage, the Green New Deal, and canceling student debt. These policies are more popular than ever, and we have successfully elected progressive candidates who are advancing these and other people-centered policies in Congress. We cannot overstate the role that our progressive House members and senators are having on the transformational legislation moving through the Congress right now. In addition, we have seen a growing influence of the dozens of organizations that share our mission. We have made this progress because we have stood together against the enormous odds arrayed against us, and we have stayed the course. And what is that course? It is righteousness. And what is righteousness? Righteousness is understanding that it is untenable to continue to have a healthcare system that is commodified. Think about that. It is righteous to know that the minimum wage must increase and it must continue to increase with inflation. And we can't do that incrementally. We got to hit the $15 an hour minimum wage and go up from there. You know, many economists, many scholars uh, argue that if the minimum wage had kept up with inflation or what with productivity, it'd be closer to $25 than it is to $15 an hour. And why are we having arguments with folks about the fact that we need the minimum wage to increase? Riddle me that. I asked you that earlier. I got to just keep asking that. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I liken the members of our movement to 21st century freedom fighters. We are courageous, determined individuals committed to centering the needs of everyday people in the political and legislative process. We believe it is time to end an approach to governance where the wealthy and well-connected are first in line and working people are an afterthought, right? I'm going to just say hello, somebody on that. For myself, sometimes you got to amen yourself, but ain't that the truth? Aren't you tired? You know, Fannie Lou Hamer, another great activist, freedom fighter of the 20th century, talked about being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Aren't you sick and tired of working people being an afterthought? That is another reason why I ran this race. Let me return back to the letter. When the opportunity to run in Ohio's 11th congressional district presented itself, I saw a chance to leverage our movement to help reduce poverty in my hometown of Cleveland, the poorest city of its size in America, and to elevate our progressive vision. In a state with a minimum wage of $8.80, the average income in Cleveland is only $30,907, and 32% of the city's residents live in poverty our fight for a $15 an hour minimum wage, Medicare for all, a Green New Deal, and canceling student debt would make a transformational difference to its residents. That would be Cleveland. That is also in Akron. That is also in some of the inner ring suburbs where we assume just because people live in the suburbs that they are not suffering. And that assumption is wrong. But running, I'm running, I ran. To make a transformational difference. Back to the letter. No one person, not even the greatest candidate, ever runs for office by themselves. I want to thank everyone who gave of themselves to support our campaign. We've seen our movement win in places like Missouri, Minnesota, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And you stood with me in Ohio to cross uncharted territory and to show that our policies can continue winning multiracial working class voters in the heart of the Midwest. Our campaign attracted incredible volunteers for a field program that knocked on some 70,000 doors, sent over 1 million volunteer texts and made tens of thousands of volunteer phone calls, work done by some 5,000 volunteers, half of whom I am proud to say were Ohioans. All of that work was done before our GOTV program ever began. I share your profound disappointment that we did not get the outcome we hoped for during the special election, but we did see our movement widely embraced by the working people of greater Cleveland and greater Akron. And that, my friend, is a win we needed. Ohio's 11th is not New York or California. It is the heart of the Midwest. Our work proves that progressive ideas are popular even in the center of the country. A critical lesson as we expand geographically in our work to begin and to bring, to strengthen working people, young people, people of color, and so many others who have given up on the politics 
and all the madness that goes on in the political process. We always knew, whether we won or lost, that the election of one person would not erase the systemic suffering of working families across this district or this nation. So the mission remains the same today as it would have been if we had prevailed on election night. You hear me? The mission remains the same. And that is the most important point of them all. That our work to change conditions in this country remains the same. This election's outcome does not change the importance of our efforts to transform this country so that the needs of working people, not just the donor class, are what matters. It does not change the fact that we have so much more work to do, so many more fights to wage, and so many more victories to achieve. Let there be no doubt that our movement is stronger than ever, thriving and more prepared to take on the special interests that protect the status quo. Our opponents would not have felt it necessary to dump millions in corporate and Republican aligned money if they did not see our strength. Progressives have the energy and we are ready to roll up our sleeves to keep building our movement, especially in places where we have never competed before. All of that. All of that is true. The progressive movement is already taking the lessons learned from this race and preparing for future opportunities. Our revolution and people's action organizations that supported me and many other progressive candidates have begun mapping out ongoing organizing plans. This will lay the groundwork and create the infrastructure earlier than in previous cycles to prepare for the tough contest ahead. In my race, At the drop of a hat, corporate interests and even Trump-aligned donors dropped millions of dollars to oppose us. In response, we had the support of many small-dollar grassroots donors. And I got to say, I had some high rollers, too. Sister Turner knows how to bring folks together, baby. I do. Now, that wasn't in the letter. Y'all know I can't. I got to go on and commentate through this thing. But we cannot ignore the fact that our opponent's ability to write massive checks whenever they wish is an advantage for them. So our job is not just about supporting a candidate one election at a time. It is also about supporting the organizing for elections of the future. We can defeat the corporate big money advantage by organizing year in and year out. So on and on and on. So I want you to go to Jacobin and just read my love letter. It is a beautiful letter. If I must say so myself, if I must say so myself, So let me, you know, go to uh, what I consider uh, the very heart of this letter. It is a quote that I had, you know, been using from uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who is just so quotable. Lord have mercy, just so quotable. So let me fast forward. And uh, this is kind of like the ending part of the letter. So I'm fast forward. I need you to go and read this letter. We'll put it, we'll put it in the show notes too. Pepper will put it in the show notes for us, but here we go. We are guided by our love for humanity to do this justice work together. The words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. remind us that, quote, power without love is reckless and abusive and love without power is sentimental and anemic. Power at its best is love implementing the demands of justice and justice at its best is power correcting everything that stands against love, end quote. 
We seek to root out the reckless abuse of the working poor and to implement the demand for justice through love for our common humanity. As our justice journey continues and we look to our next chapter, know that I am eternally grateful for your continued support of me in this movement. We are tilling the soil of progress and we will continue to see our work bear fruit. Together, we will support courageous future candidates, organizations, and operatives to be persistent and determined to change the material conditions of the people. Making good trouble matters and telling radical truths matter. As we build our collective power to tackle the work ahead that we will do together, my heart is full of love for you and our movement. Thank you for the support you gave me in this campaign. My gratitude for each of you is beyond what words can convey. I look forward to seeing you on the road to progress. Love, Nina Turner. I almost put love TNT, baby. That's it. Love, the Nina Turner. So you get to hear my commentary of my love letter. So I'm cracking my own self up right now. But again, I just wanted to to share portions of that because it just I mean, it just means so, so much to me to have been able to have the opportunity to run, to raise issues from all the, the places in my heart. Know that what we were doing was right and to to be somebody of integrity and to stand up. You know, it means a lot, even in this moment. Where, you know, I'm kind of going through the stages, right? You go, you put your heart into something. And when it doesn't turn out the way you plan, obviously you're going to be disappointed. You're going to go through some stages of of grief and some stages of self-reflection. All those things are true. Even in the midst of all that, all of that, I know, you know, a song in the Christian tradition, you know, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. And that's how I'm feeling right now. Mad as hell resolute you know people were asking me how you feel I said sad mad and resolute exclamation point on all of those things because I'm feeling all of those things all at the same time the last word resolute important my resolve is still intact and no matter what you may be facing whether it's something as you know momentous as is or impactful as as running for congress or, you know, something you're dealing with personally or, or in your own professional circle, just know that you're going to get through it. And as time ticks on, there will be revelations that really become crystal clear for you as you continue to push. And it is OK to be mad and sad. It's all right. Those are human emotions. What we cannot do is get stuck. Right. We should not ever get stuck because life is a journey indeed. And we are on the path to justice always. And every single person, everyone, everyone, you, me, friends, frenemies, everybody has a role to play. Everybody is necessary and all of us, you know, we're not the same. And that's beautiful, too. When you think about the pieces of a puzzle, 
If every piece was the same, there really is no puzzle to put together. But it is in the beauty of the differences of the pieces as you work to put it together and the picture becomes clearer. That is what is beautiful. A very clear picture made up of pieces of different shapes and sizes. But together they make the whole. And that really is what this life journey is about. I assure you that Sister Turner is not done, baby. I am just getting started. The best is still yet to come. And I am tremendously excited about the future, about my other assignments. I am indeed. So thank you so much for your support of Hello Somebody. I want to thank Black Effect Network. I'm so proud, proud, proud to be uh, one of the very good podcast selections on on iHeart Black Effect, the the dream, the brainchild of uh, the one and only Charlemagne, the God. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. And I just had something on my mind. All right. So everybody take care until next time. Hello, somebody, because everybody is somebody. Coming. The pain is numbing. Try to shoot for the stars if you gon' aim for something. Embrace the love for your brother and sister. Unity's the missing brush. We need to puzzle this picture. Let's paint it up, frame it up for the world to see. Hang the hatred up. Enough is enough is enough. Making changes on us. In Turner, her voice is the truth. Her wise words inspire the youth to keep their eyes on the roof. It's the end. Never give up. Keep conquering goals. To the eye, intelligence, silver, wisdom is gold. Back to the end, now is your time. Stay firm, don't fold. To the A, all you need is the three bones. That's what Granny said. Now I'ma make sure these words from Granny spread. For all of here, just give her your ear. She can take you to the promised land, I swear. World peace is what they fear. From Queens to Cleveland, Ohio, we here. Famous. Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.